The Overcome and Conquer show is presented by The Project. The Project is a full immersion, 75-hour experience designed for men who know in their core they are not living up to their fullest potential. Rather than waking up every morning ready to dominate life, the mediocre man rolls out of bed and slides into the same unfulfilling routine they've unhappily been in for way too long. The project is for men that have lost their internal flame and motivation to conquer. It's for men living an unfulfilling life that lacks excitement and purpose. Sound familiar? Then listen up. The project is specifically designed to challenge you mentally and physically. We push you to the ledge of self-limiting beliefs and prove you've got much more in the tank. We kill the bitch and unleash the beast. We uncover the demons that hold you back and turn extreme pain into superpowers to dominate life. In the end, we turn mediocre men into modern-day knights. We forge a brotherhood and bond that levels you up as a better husband, father, and friend. But the project is not for every man. In fact, it's not for most. For men who are okay with being in a rut and achieving less than their fullest potential, the project isn't for you. If you're not willing to put in the work to fix what isn't working, the project isn't for you. However, if you're done white-knuckling it through life, living one day at a time with no sense of purpose, and are willing to do what it takes to improve, the project holds the key to unlocking the next chapter. Graduates of the project join a brotherhood of modern-day knights and become the authors of their destiny. They have their fire reignited and reclaim dominance over their family, fitness, finances, and faith. If this resonates with you and you want to learn more, we encourage you to apply today at www.mdkproject.com forward slash OC show. Everybody wants to be on top of the mountain. The problem nowadays is people want to get dropped off at the top of the hill and look down. It's that I overcome mindset that makes all the difference. See, the way we're taught is you're going to claw, you're going to scratch, you're going to bite, you're going to dig, you're going to do whatever it takes to get to the top of that mountain. That unequivocally is how I have managed to keep myself moving forward and finding success. Two seals, one mission. The Overcome and Conquer Show. And welcome back to the Overcome and Conquer show. It is another amazing episode. I got to tell you, we have been crushing it. Our followers, our listeners are growing right and left. We've been getting some amazing five-star reviews. And this episode is a epic, epic, epic episode. Yeah. yeah, this is going to be the biggest one we've done. We've got a pretty amazing guest on. He's not that amazing. I mean, he's, well, he's done a few that things, is true. whatever. We should, we should downplay him. Yeah, but he come on about this fucking guy. He's Irish. Okay, I'll give you a hint. Wait, 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 wait. Seriously? Yeah. Dude, I, I, I thought always, he was Italian. Oh my God. You, no, I always thought he was Middle Eastern. He looks Middle Eastern. Yeah, I've so, always thought he was Middle Eastern. He That's thinks, so weird. <laughs> he, huh. I was his inspiration in the SEAL teams. Of course. As you were for every SEAL that ever walked Did you planet. carry him also? Did you? Uh, yeah. You know, I didn't need to. I ha I actually uh, rented were, that out to someone else. tired from- uh, McTeams uh, did it for me. Um, but other than that, <laughs> um, yeah, so he's he's okay. I mean, he's, I mean, I know this is going to be your biggest episode. Everybody's going to be like, oh my God, you got this guy. But he, he's not all that. I'm looking at him right now. He's just like, wait a minute, what the fuck's going on? He yeah, probably, well, let's, I, let's. I'm literally like, what the fuck are you going to do? What let's be real. Hey, man, man, you like, have you not been you, introduced you're not yet. You're pipe down. down. I can you say pipe what, down, sir. I can say whatever I want about you right now. You can't say you, anything. You have not, you're, you're on radio silence right now. Sorry about that. 
<laughs> He's hey, going to belay his so last. Here, here's my question. Yeah. Would he make it through the project? The presenting sponsor of the Overcome and Conquer show. If, if Am I the instructor? No, he wouldn't. I didn't I'd think make so. him quit. I I didn't I'd think make so. him ring the bell. Yeah, mm. I thought so. Mm. I thought so. Let's get into but it. But if there's any other men out there that want to be a part of something bigger than themselves, to push themselves to the edge, to forge themselves into a real man. Yeah. Well, to be to be the uh, the dominator of your life, to conquer everything that you set your mind to, to overcome everything you set your mind to in your Thank family, you, fitness, finance, and faith. Um, you know, yeah. Between going to the project and buying Jason Redman's book, there is nothing you cannot accomplish if you set your mind to Holy it. And you know, we're going to we also teach you how to. I'm going to use this word lightly. How to um, be an operator. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Um, so you have the pillars of success, which are teamwork, problem solving, leadership, and communication. And then what we do is we focus on the four F-bombs, which are family, fitness, finance, and faith to make you a well-rounded human being, individual warrior, so you can attack, dominate, conquer, overcome, and be the operator. I just gave everybody a plug. Um, <laughs> everything you do in your life. Well done. Well done. All right. Where do they go? If you are interested in learning more about the project, uh, huge shout out to the project for being our presenting sponsor. Where do they go? Oh, they, sorry, I was doing it was showing in my yeah, chest. I saw that. They go to www.mdkproject.com. And, and of course, guys, if you do not know it, we record the Overcome and Conquer show and uh, it gets posted to uh, YouTube. So you should check it out and you'll be able to see two sexy beasts mm. well mm. two and two and a half well i guess i guess i don't know it's three or three and a half today what do we have <laughs> I don't know. what I don't... do we have I, there's two Listen. and then uh, producer ryan has been up in his game is he like three quarters now three yeah. quarters man. and our special yeah. guest is he like half or is he three quarters He's... or is he one and a quarter what is he he's all man okay i love it yeah that's true all right, all right, all right. Let's, so get, let's get into it. We're rolling right into it because this is going to be a great episode. So, all right, guys, without further ado, it is my honor to introduce a teammate. We always love having fellow teammates mm. on the show. This guy is the guy. He has been out there. He served, uh, <clears throat> he served, I believe, 16 years with the SEAL teams. He got out as a senior chief. Mm. He uh, served at the highest level. He served in multiple combat theaters. He did, I believe, almost a, a, a dozen combat deployments or close to it. He has been there. He has done that. He uh, wrote an amazing book called The Operator, but he is most famously known for taking the shot that was heard around the world. I tell you what, I would have spooned out my left nut yeah. w uh, literally with a spoon mm. like literally i would yeah. spoon it out and and ate it mm. to be on this mission oh yeah i literally i told him yesterday we were talking i i would have got on my knees and sucked a whole bunch of them just to be just to be uh, on that mission so, man wow so this mm. is the man who's himself who was on the sending end of the shot heard round of the world who took out the most wanted man in this century usama bin laden it is our honor to have on the overcome and conquer show Mr. Rob O'Neill. What yes, is up, brother? Welcome to the Overcome and Conquer Show. Hey, 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 thanks so much for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. And then and all bullshit aside, um, um, we're gonna we're gonna fuck around, Ray. I've always looked up to you. And Jay Redman, you're a fucking idol. Um the, everything from the, the note that you wrote when you got shot in Iraq, um, you, you've been a, a 
awesome, guys. It's, it's it's so awesome to be here. Um, I'm done kissing your asses. We're gonna have fun today. Um, but ser- <laughs> no. seriously, well, hang on. Keep I mean, kissing kiss kiss my ass. Keep Rob, my hang ass. on, hang on, hang on. There was a. Hey, first off, thank you. Yeah, thank I you. Appreciate I appreciate that. that. Gracias. But, right Jay, off Jay, the bat, Jay, you said Jay, you something. You mean the world to me, man. Seriously. So thanks for having me. Well, uh, you said something that we know is not true. You said you look up to oh, Ray. Oh, Ray fuck and fuck Ray, him. Ray, you know, you said you look up to Ray. And Ray was in the Smurf crew with me, except I was taller than him in the Smurf crew. Yeah, so, no. <laughs> dude. <laughs> Ray, Ray's, Ray, dude. Is that I your, gave you a fucking Smurf coin, too. Is that your thousand yard stare? That it, it doesn't work here. <laughs> My thousand yard stare. Let me try it on Rob real quick. Hold on. Let me say, ready? No, I was a boat crew one, bro. No, yeah, my thousand. He does. It doesn't phase them. It doesn't yeah. phase immortals. Okay, go ahead. Uh, uh, it's all good. But hey, Rob, thank you, man. I appreciate yeah, yeah. that. Uh, it's all, dude. It's always so much fun on the show to have team guys because no, you know I, no, we. I love it. And also, I want to. I want to clear up to the the reason that um, I name my book the operator. It's it's not. I'm not calling myself the operator. It's it's about the life of the operator. So it's every seal, every ranger, every green beret. The the what the operator does. Um, how how he deals with his family, how he deals with his kids, and uh, w- you know w- where he comes from. So it's I'm never I've never called myself the operator. It's just that this is the operator. So that's that's mm. you know I kind of want to put that. That's that, that's what uh, team guys do, what the Rangers do. What's what? Uh, yeah, I never knew that. So I've known you for a long time. I never knew that's why you named it that. I guess I should have fucking asked you probably a long time. Well, ago. Then, you know, I, I I should have been more clear about it too. It's, it's like guys like uh, Jocko Willinger, Tim Kennedy, mm-hmm. the fucking, the real tough guys that are out there. Mm, um, nice plug. The, the, these are, these, these, these are the operators. And, and I was, I wrote a book called the operator about the operator. Okay. That is true. I, I think Jocko could choke us out. I think Jocko could choke us out with like the force. Yeah, you know, he could just Jocko think about choking us. Every one of us. Yeah. yeah uh, you know what? I would fight Jocko. And let me, let me I tell you why. I would pay money to see I this. Pay I would pay. That. Hey, just I got you back. I'm right there with you. you. Well, let me finish. Okay. Because one, Jocko never answers my calls. I feel like Jocko slept with me, you know, cause we kind of worked together back in the day and then just used me and then abused me. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, it'd be pretty cool to get punched in the face by Jocko as long as there was a medical facility nearby. Yeah. <laughs> right, right nearby. Yes. Yeah. Uh, all right. Hey, let's roll into the show. Cause we got a lot to talk about. We want to go yes, back to the beginning of who you are and uh, obviously who you became and what you're doing now and get all that word out there. We got some, we got some great content we want to get into, but as we do with every single show, the Overcoming Conquer show, we have the word of the day and the word of the day, uh, definitely Rob laid down the thunder with this word. And I love the way he teed it off and talked about how it has multiple applications, yeah, yeah. multiple applications, but it has the uh, blunt application, obviously, but then it has how we live our lives. So without further ado, Captain Care, which it is your birthday today, that also all who know, uh, which you don't know what day we recorded this, but uh, it is an amazing birthday. And Captain Care turned 60 today. <laughs> <laughs> Even the producer's laughing. So, so no, but I, I do like this word. Actually, uh, it was like pulling teeth from Rob because he's so humble and he was like, ah, this and this, but... When he said this word, I loved it because if, you, if you're just a one-dimensional person with a one-dimensional mindset, you automatically think because of what he did. But if you're three-dimensional and you listen to what his definition is, it's, um, 
it's very powerful. It's yeah. very, you know, it has it has so many different levels. So without further ado, I'm going to say what we do, Rob, is I'm going to tell you, um, obviously repeat what the word of the day is, tell you what the dictionary version of it is, and then we would like you to say what your version is, then yeah. elaborate on it. You ready? Yeah. All right, guys, it comes to no surprise where Rob came up with this word. The word is killer. I repeat, killer. Now, let me read the definition to you, okay? Make sure I get this right. Hmm. A person or thing that kills. Rob, can you uh, elaborate on that? Well, that, that, I mean, that's, <clears throat> that sums it up, but it's, it's not um, like people who watch the video games or, or do whatever they, they do, it ain't cool. Um, it's, it's, um, killing, you know, uh, going to the house, picking locks at night and killing people. It, it, it's not awesome. Like, like <clears throat> I've talked to some buddies of mine, uh, Medal of Honor recipients, Navy SEALs, um, Marines, uh, you know, the, the rest of us, it, 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 we, we kill these people because we were born in different places and that's it. And I, I wonder if, like, I, I got a, a good friend of mine, Dakota Meyer, who's a Medal of Honor recipient, killed the guy with a rock, looking at the whites of his eyes, and it's like, would I have liked this guy? Like, would, would we have not been trying to murder each other if not um, born in different places? Um, and, and, that's, and that's as simple as it, as, as it is. A different religions, that, that's it. <clears throat> and I, I, you know, I, there, there are people that, I, you know, I, that I've shot in the face at night that, that – um, Seriously wondering, um, what um, PTSD comes at you seven years after you're done with it. And you wonder, did I, did I just not know him? And that's it. And so uh, we go in there, and I remember killing, I remember being in, 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 um, in Iraq and in Afghanistan, 2007, 2008, 2009, where I, I would kill 11 people a night and wonder, if, is it, was this worth it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just, just wondering why were we here? Why did we fly in? Why did these kilo pilots bring me here? What the fuck are we doing here? So killer, you know, um, we, 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 we would kill so many people that, that you, you almost, you know, like we said, like, you know, I'm about to turn 44, raised about to turn 70 or something. <laughs> like, I think it's, uh, I mean, I've been nice to him at 60, but I think it's 72. It's actually the reality. But I mean, he looks 72. You know, I'm trying to give, I'm trying to let you talk and you're going to insult me, but go ahead. I'll keep going. I'll be quiet. Yeah, but, I mean, but I mean, but I, but I mean, when you get done, get done with a fight, not even a fight, but then you're like, why, okay, why did we do that again? You know, and it's interesting. I see individuals that may not have seen a whole lot of frontline combat veterans and even individuals that have never been in combat who obviously um, detest the enemy all the way down to the core of their being, although they may not fully understand or appreciate who they were. And I think that's something you and I were talking about at the beginning, before we started recording the show. Um, You know, they weren't a whole lot different from us. You know, they had a belief. We believe, obviously, in freedom and opportunity. We believe in um, people having the right to live their life in the way that they should be able to live with freedom and opportunity here in America. And obviously, many of them believed against that. Uh, They had a twisted form of their religion that they were using to uh, do everything they could to eradicate and justify torture and everything else that they thought was fine under that belief. But if you remove that aspect, it was a dedicated person who you were going up against who wanted to fight and take us out 
exactly the same as we wanted to fight and take them out. And I think we were talking about at the beginning, you know, if you removed all that as a warrior to a warrior, would we ever have sat down and raised a glass and said, hey, man, here's to the guys we lost. You know what? We appreciate each other as warriors. And I think there's a lot of warriors throughout history that have have come to that uh, level. I think you're totally right. And, and with, I mean, not so much Al Qaeda because I think they're a bunch of pussies, but like the Taliban Ooh. guys that are serious fighters, like you could sit down and have a goddamn drink with them. And we would, I respect, I mean, I respect their attitude. Um, and, and it's, and it all, and all it was is something that they were raised by their mom and dad to believe something that the opposite of what we believe. When we talk about faith, I believe in a different type of faith. I was raised Catholic and I'll fucking kill you. But do we need to go that far? You know, it's, it's, it's just, it's now that I'm older, I'm not quite as old as, as Ray, but <laughs> yeah, that is true. So yeah, let me stop. True. Let me, let me jump in here right now, Rob, cause I know numbers and stuff. Don't, hey, don't pull something. No, I'm not. So, so, and I know the number, but I like you to say it. So how many, how many, how many kills you think you roughly have? I, I know, you know, and I know, but go ahead, say it. Probably over 200. Okay, so 200, Bud's class 200. I like how you're paying respect to me still. No, here's the question, Heaven. I'm being serious. I'm being I serious. I, have, I think I'm exactly 208. Okay, so, so here's the question, Heaven. I'm going to be serious for one second. You know, it's hard to remember all the in-betweens. Um, smoking fools, like I said, is like a resume. I remember the opening and I remember the closing. So obviously you remember the big man. There may be some that are more influential than others, but is there any regret and that 208 of anybody that you ever had to put down. Yeah, there's one, there's one dude that I think about every night. And he's, and he's the reason that I um, have cocktails a lot. Be, um, there's one guy that I killed in front of his wife and I'm not sure he needed it. Needed it. It was justified um, dur- based on rules of engagement, but he was, uh, he, he got out of his bed and he started throwing kicks at me. So I throwing punches at me. And, and I remember Looking at him, I would do a one-man entry, which is obviously we've learned in SEAL training, never do it. But mm-hmm. he started kicking at me and throwing punches at me, and I remember saying, "This guy fucking serious." And I gave him, I gave him a chance, and then he kept, he kept, uh, kept doing it. So I, I shot him, and I, and and I wondered, it, was was that worth it? What year? Can you can you tell me what year that was? Uh, two thousand seven. So that's that's a long time. Well, he, had, he had a, he had a gun right next to me. And actually, he reached for the gun. Don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. I'm not. No, I know what you're saying. You obviously took. Uh, a clean shot. I understand what you're saying, but what I think the listeners need to hear is that, you know, there's always. Well, this is this is the shit that keeps you up at night. Yes, yeah. that's what they need to hear. Yeah. What keeps Rob O'Neill up at night? And it wasn't. He, look, it, it's not like oh, he, he, here's a dude in a fucking video game. It's like I shot him in front of his wife. Did this need to happen? And I, and I'm almost like the thing that keeps me up at night too is like. Motherfucker, why are you doing this? Why are you reaching for your gun? Why are you trying to punch me? Knock it off. We can live through this. Or how many targets? I mean, this was something that oh, yeah, four, would, four, yeah four. that you would make entry. You'd roll around the corner and you'd have you know some dude down the hallway, and and there'd be kids right there. Well, and I, you're I pushing, was already, you're pushing kids out of the way. I had I had already shot two dudes on the on entry. Like I already killed two guys on the way in, and and I I just wanted this guy to not do that. Not do this. Come yeah. on, guys. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's take it to the uh, let's take it to the next level. I want to talk about one other aspect of killing, and that is 
killing it in life, killing it in business, getting out there, having that mindset of just crushing it, just destroying it, just saying, I don't care what's in my path. I'm just going to drive forward. You know, I love telling people that, hey, man, crush it. Go kill it. Kill it. Yeah. And that's Jay, that's a great, great point, too. And shit, I remember talking to you on the second deck at the the command about, I mean, this is this is before, you know, or after, you know, before what I did, what I did, and after you did what you did, and and you and I would talk about, you know, right by the <laughs> right by the shitter there, right right up the, the 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 top of the stairs, like how 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 do we get through this? How do we kill it? And we're we're just talking about killing it, and and, and what it is is a, it's a mindset. Yes, we're, we, uh, I'm going to go in there, I'm going to kill it. Yeah, and that's kind of the thing. And we brought it out into the private sector. Like, how how do I get really good at what I do? <clears throat> I'm going to fucking kill it. And, and it's, it's, it's wake up in the morning. I, I, I like, um, I woke up today. I went to the airport and uh, I had the TSA guy say, how you doing today, man? And I'm like, how am I doing? I'm doing great. Let me tell you why I'm doing great. Cause I woke up today. I put both feet on the ground. Mm-hmm. I stood up, I picked up the newspaper. I looked at the obituaries. My name wasn't fucking in it. Today's a good day. Mm-hmm. Today's a good fucking yep. day. Up to you to make it a great day. Up you to kill it. Yeah. So that's, and killing it again. That's it. Like how, how you can do anything you want. Keep a positive attitude. Keep your head down. Keep mm-hmm. moving forward. No matter what, never quit. You'll be fine. Keep moving forward. Yep. That's right. Absolutely. Get off that X. Drive forward, man. Forward. Dude, that stuck. You're welcome, Ryan. Producer yeah. Ryan. That one's for yeah. you, baby. <laughs> the, 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 Shameless the, plug. <laughs> the handwritten note that you put on your door at the hospital is, is people should people should have that on their door and read it every fucking day. So uh, if you're you're looking for sympathy, fuck off. Yeah, I love it. It ain't ain't here. That's right. So we're going to ask you another question, but before we do, I always have to put my thing in here. You know, I'm I'm sitting technically in the room with a man who killed Osama bin Laden, another guy that got shot fucking Baker's dozen. You know, recently I pulled my calf on the treadmill. So I think I've accomplished as much as the two of you combined plus some because I literally four days later, I'm up and walking. So your 40 surgeries is nothing compared to what I went through and you killing that nobody I mean, is nothing compared to the pain that I just went through. I but- mean, I will say that at 60 years old, it's not surprising that you're pulling <laughs> muscles like that. But I will say I love your video. I love your video, how you showed how you dealt with that pain by wrapping an Icon meal on the back of your calf, which big shout out to Icon Meals yeah. for being a sponsor for Another the plug. I like it. I like it. Show. But uh, yeah. well done, you know. by the way. That was good. yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I'm learning from you, Rob. So hey, here's a question. Let's rewind, okay? You know, you, Jason, and I have been friends for many years before. You know what happened to him, and before what happened, what you did. Excuse me. Let's talk about Rob growing up, the man that made him the man that he is today, and then the pinnacle moment because I remember when mine was, and I know Jason remembers when his the day that you knew that you wanted to be a Navy SEAL, because I know people want to hear that. Like for me, I was, you know, I was 17 years old. I was told I was a fucking loser because I read this book when I went into uh, the recruiter station. He was like, dude, you can't do that. You're 160 pounds. And that moment there, you know, the kid that I was went through pain, went through all this. What I want to know, you as a child, and when was the the moment that you knew, you know, you were going to be a Navy SEAL? Well, I got, I I lucked out because, um, I was, my, my father and I, my, my dad's my best friend. He and I used to play basketball together every single day. And um, I told him one day, I was, I was playing college ball at uh, Montana Tech. And I told him that um, I'm, I'm going to leave Butte, Montana to become a Marine. 
I want to be a Marine. How, how, how old you, were you at this point? 18. And had you ever thought about being in the military before? No, been- no, never. And my, um, my, I had buddies I grew up with, um, Ben Walachewski and Jim McBride, that always wanted to be Marines. And, and then and Bill McBride was uh, Jim's dad, and, and, and then uh, and his brother was a Marine. I was like, you know, fuck it, I'm going to join the Marine Corps. So I, I went down. To, I wanted to be a sniper because I, I, we grew up hunting. I was like, I want to be like these guys. And uh, as luck would have it, the Marine recruiter was not in the office, but the Navy guy was. Wow. And the only reason I went into the Navy guy's office because Ben and Jim and Bill had told me that the Marine Corps is actually part of the Department of the Navy. It's just the men's department. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody would know where the Marine was, the Navy, the, the Navy guy would. So I, I walked in and I said, hey, man, where's the, where's the Marine recruiter? And he goes, why do you want the Marines? I want to be a sniper. Marines have the best snipers in the world. He goes, look no further, my friend. We have snipers right here in the Navy. You just need to become a Navy SEAL. No big deal. <laughs> and then you can go to sniper school. And I no idea what he was talking about. I remember looking at the uh, recruiter. I'm like, you know, well, you know, I don't know what he's talking about, but this guy's a professional recruiter. Why is he going to lie to me? And this is, uh, this is like 95, 94? 96. 96, okay. Actually, 95. Yeah. I went in January 96, and, and it turns out he just, he, he bullshitted me. No. you telling me the Wait, recruiter didn't recruiter tell you the truth? lied to <laughs> you? No. That's yeah. so weird. So I joined the Navy to be uh, to become a SEAL, and, and uh, that was it. And I... I uh, I actually went up. To, I, I was playing college ball at Montana Tech, and I, I still had my um, my ID to get in. And I, I knew I could swim in the pool. And I, I went up to the pool, and I'm like, "Well, you know, it's 25 yards down, 25 yards back. I'll swim a thousand yards and 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 gauge it." I didn't know how to swim, and fuck, I swam 50 yards. I'm like, "Oh my god, this is exhausting." And a buddy of mine <laughs> named Mike Driscoll was there, and he actually went on to swim at Notre Dame. No and he, he looks at me and he goes. O'Neill, don't take this the wrong way. It's great to see you, but what are you doing in the pool? I've never seen you. I said, well, I, said I, I just joined the Navy to be a SEAL. And he goes, yeah, not like that. You're not. <laughs> so he actually, uh, so here's a, here's a collegiate swimmer that taught me the side stroke. And that's how it went down. And so he worked with me every day. And I, I, um, I would, I, you know, I swam 500 yards that day and then a thousand. And then I got to 5,000 and I finally got to, to boot camp. I'm okay, I'm good. And, Shit, we went to Buds and it was like, holy shit, there are guys that played uh, water polo. Yeah, collegiate oh, yeah. athletes. We had, it we was had Olympic swimmers. Yeah. I mean, I remember, I remember those assholes when we did the uh, uh, the the super long swim, the seven nautical mile swim, yeah, five yeah, point yeah. five yeah, point second, yeah. second phase. Yeah, and we had some guys in our class who were like, they they were college and even uh, I think well, some they, of them they, qualified they for the Olympics. Yeah, and they then they did the Waterman's Guild, and I'm like, I fucking hate yeah, you. It Scott took like Fox, six yeah. hours. And they could swim faster. That was with the last one. Than with it was nuts. Yeah, dude, I came in with Bonham before he quit. Like literally, people were done. They like went to dinner. <laughs> they fucking came back, and me and Bonham came in. And I don't know if you could remember the 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 big swim, but we did them in the fucking duck feet. No shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, when I say we were last, there was like, you know, the pissed off instructors <laughs> because we were cutting into their, like, you know, their private yeah. time. And yeah, we get- they're going out. Well, we, 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 when we did the swim, they, um, they had us do it, uh, uh, two zero eight from IB up to Coronado. And they said, well, we know that the surf has been going this way South for, uh, 2000 years, but now it's going this way. So we did the swim against the current, and they actually started pulling us out because the instructor got in trouble because of uh, 
you know, guys getting hypothermia. Yeah. yeah. So they pulled us out. I was like 50 meters away from the finish. We finished on Friday. We get, we go back in on, on Sunday and we're supposed to do some bullshit, um, some bullshit, uh, uh, mathematical dive, whatever rescue test. And they said, Hey, by the way, since, um, only one pair finished, we're not going to do the test. They put your pencils down. We're doing it again right now. Oh, and that was the meanest shit anyone's ever done to me. That's awesome. Yeah. So we did the mm. swim twice. And I don't know about you guys, but those duck feet, I mean, I've got, you know, I'm three feet tall and fucking 220 pounds. <laughs> I've got Fred Flintstone feet. And when I swam in those things, my feet were like this. And the worst part of that swim besides swimming with a rock, uh, was it Ensign Bonham or whatever his name was, is when we got out, they were screaming at us to like, come on. So, you know, we're ripping our fucking fins off and we're trying to go. And my feet, I literally could not walk because my feet hurt so bad. Yeah. So I'm crawling and they're telling me to get up and I kept falling over. The instructors are laughing at me and I'm literally... I could not walk. And Bonham was just like, he literally looked like just a useless tampon sitting on the beach because he just, <laughs> he just gave up. He just laid there and I'm like, get up, man, we're going to die. And it was like, um, mayor, Mike mayor was waiting for us cheap, and he was not nightmare. happy. Yeah. And it, it just, it went from bad to worse, really bad. Um, yeah. you know, and it's funny when you get Mike mayor, I'll never forget. I love Mike. I've done, I've seen him doing stuff overseas but he was literally laughing his ass off because, you know, I'm trying to get up. It, I look like one of the um, the people that do the uh, Boston marathons where they lose control of their body at the end and they just go off into the stands. I kept trying so hard, but I wouldn't quit. And while I'm doing this, I'm looking at Bonham and he's literally laying there like in a fetal position. He just gave up on yeah, life. I think he quit out. right after that, but yeah. yeah. Dude, when, we, when, we, when we did the second swim, so we did the first one on Friday. We did the second one on, on Monday. You know how you put a, um, you got a, um, a flare on your knife, on your belt? Yeah. My, my swim buddy was Monty Heath. Oh, yeah. Uh, I just saw Monty a couple yeah. days ago. I love him. He's the funniest fucking dude ever. Introduce me to no effects. If you haven't heard uh, White Trash Two Heaves and a Bean, you're missing the fuck out. But um, we're, we're sitting there, and I look over. We're doing the swimmer inspection, and Monty, instead of a flare, he has a king-size Snickers bar taped <laughs> <laughs> to his knife. And I go, dude, we're going to get in so much trouble. And he goes, I swear to God, if you don't tell anyone, I'll split it with you. <laughs> so we're two and a half miles in. That was the best goddamn Snickers bar. Oh, my God. The, the instructors didn't notice? They didn't notice. Fuck it. We, yeah, we na nailed it. Dude, yeah. when we when we did that swim, man, they inspected us, and Dan Licardo was with us. Yeah. I and love they, Dan they start going down the line, and, like, I'm not shitting you. Dan had everything. Like, he had gone to the exchange yeah. and bought everything he could find, like waterproof headphones, radio, Snickers bar, cliff yeah. bars. He had a he had a North Face uh, puffball yeah. jacket under there. Yeah. And, like, the instructors are just pulling all this shit out. He's got, like, a pile of stuff. Yeah. He's, like, got a deployment bag in front of him. And then we yeah. all got hammered. Yeah. And he looks dumbfounded while they're doing it. Yeah. He's oh, just yeah. like, what? Like, you know, it's okay. How's the, how's Dan doing? I, I know he got his legs cut off, Bob. And he's good, man. He's doing great. And I he, actually he, talked to him he, a couple weeks ago. He is killing it. And we had him you know, on the show. He's killing it. Yeah. He, Dan Licardo... Other than Scott Oates is the best looking man I've ever seen in my life. And you know what? He's so, he's still such an arrogant prick. I love Dan. I know he says, is he really? But yeah, this no. is what he says. No, hold on. No, I'm kidding. You know what he tells me? I literally said, you know, man, 
you're crushing it, blah, blah, blah. Cause my wife like literally loves Dan. She like wants to sleep with Dan and he goes, Hey, you know, what's so cool about losing my legs. This is Dan's mindset. I go, what? He goes, I'm still fucking taller than you. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, it's just, that's Dan. You that know? Is I was true. like, I love yeah. him. That's true. That was funny. Yeah. He's a, he's a great dude. I, I love Dan Lucardo. What a, what a wonderful man. I mean, it's, I love, I, I mean, speaking of killing it, like a dude that could, that happened to him and just, get the fuck up and get on with life. Like he's and, and Jay, God damn, man. What a, I, I couldn't be more proud of you guys. That's so fucking cool. Thanks, Thanks bro. Hey guys, this is Ray from the overcome and conquer show. And we are proud to announce that icon meals is our mid roll sponsor. Icon is an industry leader in cryovac meal technology. What does that mean, guys? You are going to get the freshest meals delivered to you next day service. Another key factor of why I love Icon meals is they have two menus, guys. They have the signature menu and the custom meals. So if you're like me and you need more protein or less carbs and you're on the go and fitness is your life, you can make a customizable meal. And or if you're just looking for the standard healthy meal choice, you can. So everything is organized for you. So ladies and gentlemen, Icon Icon Meals has taken all the work out of it. All you have to do is put in what you want and they will provide what you need. And it doesn't end there. They also offer popcorn, seasonings, coffee, cookies, crisp bread, and gift cards. So guys, check them out at www.iconmeals.com. Well, listen, let's take it back to continue to kill it because that is the mindset you had. I love this story. And I know there's going to be a ton of young men that listen to this podcast because I get a ton of guys. I know you do. You do. You know, these young men that reach out to me and they want advice on making it through training. And, and you you summed it up in that one statement. You signed up to go to SEAL training without even knowing how to swim. And you're yeah. not the only one. I know a lot of guys uh, who were similar to this that, because and what, what we try and explain to people, dude, it ain't physical. You know, you can figure no. out the physical, it's mental. And you dude, yeah. displayed that. Dude, dudes, dudes just get it. There are dudes that get it. We have our, um, you guys both know, we have our one percenters. Mm -hmm. We got the Phil Ryans. We got the Dan Licardos. We got the Scott Oates that, that, that can smoke cigarettes all night and run the five minute miles. But the rest of us, we get it. Yeah. We're just, just dudes. Grind. Just show up and get it. Yep. And uh, I get, well, I got a, one of my best stories is I had a dude, 16 year old kid that wanted to become a Navy SEAL. And he goes, I'm going to go to Bud's. What should I do to prepare? And I said, well, let me answer your question with a question. What are you doing to prepare? Like and that. he said, he said, I'm, uh, I'm taking cold showers to get used to it. And I said, fuck that. Knock that off right now. Let me tell you why. If I told you in 30 days, I'm going to kick you in the nuts as hard as I can. And in order to get ready for it, you had your best friend kick you in the nuts every fucking day. Guess what? It's still going to suck when I do it. Yep. <laughs> so take warm showers. Take warm showers. You can yeah. be a Navy SEAL. That's it. It's true. I mean, I try to explain that. I, I So did you ever know Gary Jackson? Gary yeah. was a crazy. Yeah. 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 yeah, So I worked for Gary before I went to Bud's. And uh, he, and you know. I mean, small world. <laughs> yeah. The Gary crazy, that crazy fucker. So Gary was like, you're too skinny when I was getting ready to go to buds. And I walked, man, you know, I was 130 pounds soaking wet back then. And he's like, you need to go sit in the bay every day. And it's winter in Virginia beach. I worked at little Creek then. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, you need to go sit in the bay every day. And that's oh. going to get you ready for buds. Well, I did it. 
And I came to find out. Oh, yeah. I came to find out he was sitting in quarters every day talking about, dude, I got this young E1 sitting (laughs) in the back, laughing his ass off at me. But I did it. And then I went out to training. And you're absolutely right. I'll admit for about the first three or four days, I was like, oh, the water is not too bad out here. But after that, it just sucked exactly the same. It didn't get any better. Yep. I've told so many kids, I was like, you know what? They said, you know what? Um, I'm not good at pull-ups. How do I get better pull-ups? I'm like, oh, it's simple. You do pull-ups. Yep. You want to get better pull-ups? Fucking do pull-ups. Yep. You know, I love this, but do you ever get, and I know you have, do you ever get like stupid fucking questions? Like I get stupid, oh, like not, here you go, up. ready? Here's like my favorite. And like, I'm supposed to know, but maybe you know, maybe you know. How many push-ups do you do a day? How far do you run? Um... Do you have to know, here's my favorite one. Do you have to be a good swimmer? And I'm thinking to myself, before I tell you, you're just a complete and utter moron. Obviously not. Yeah, you don't. I mean, the thing is, is right. Self-taught, self-made. That's how I did it. You know, I was fucking dumb. I agree. Dumb kid. You know, I literally sink in the water. But, you know, if you want it bad enough, I mean, Lily, Trisha, my wife, who I'm, I'm dying for you to meet. I'll do the combat side stroke and she'll watch me in the water. I look like I'm fighting the water. And I actually, when I have actually, and you know where I'm talking about in certain training at a certain place where we had to wrap our camis around our fucking hands and swim. TK Epley told me, and I quote, he goes, dude, how the fuck do you swim backwards? Because I was so stupid. I was actually going like this and kicking at the same time. And I wasn't going anywhere until he finally like jumped in the water and looked at me and goes, dude, you did graduate buds, right? I'm like, yeah, you, just, <laughs> you were in a SEAL team before you came here, right? I'm like, yeah. But all he did was he just said, okay, stop smacking, start pulling. And, I'm, and I did start it. Pulling, yes, but but yeah, the yeah, questions, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It, and I think the problem with the SEAL teams now is Xbox, PlayStation, the movies, everybody just thinks, you know, if you have great hair like me, yours is okay. Oh, amazing, amazing. Thank you. But people want, <laughs> see, I think for me that the, the the success was the the climb, not graduate. Graduating buds was awesome. Again, you're not a seal when you graduate buds. You still have to go to your your platoon, yeah, your team, and get yeah. your ass kicked. But when I graduated buds, I remember I couldn't remember fucking anything except wow. I remember looking around at graduation, but how the fuck did I get here? And that's dude, what that's what I think about is dude, the climb. I was I was, I was um, Monday of walk week at the end of buds. Like we're graduating Friday. And I'm, I'm going to dental. I'm going to medical. We're getting our shit done. It's like holy shit. Now I now I need to be in Navy Seal. What the fuck? What the fuck now? Like how the fuck did I make it? Yeah. How did we? How, how did I get here? How did they get here? Oh, and Patricia, by the way, that was a goddamn totally staged video. The one her dancing in the in the kitchen. Maybe. Maybe not. No, it was staged. It's fuck. I, I I loved it. Oh yeah. Oh I, oh. I, I, oh, I've watched it a bunch of times, holding it up with one hand. Yeah. <laughs> She'll appreciate that. Uh, I don't, but she will. <laughs> hey, let's let's fast forward. I want to yeah. because uh, you know a lot of people. I try to explain to people that the SEAL teams alone have probably done over ten thousand missions. Yeah. Since nine eleven started, and and there's a lot of missions that obviously get a ton of record the nature of those missions you know there were hostage rescues there were high level targets like the one you were on but there are things that occur that just stand out whether it's something funny or whether it's just a suck factor that you're like you know know what there's a lot of things that stand out and one of them and and you were there when when we went after marcus Luttrell. 
lone survivor and 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 we were awake for three straight days and we're up on the mountain and and I remember looking at one of my guys, I'm saying, this is why Hell Week is so hard because if we wanted to quit right now, right now, where the fuck are we gonna go? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're just here. You know, and 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 I, I remember looking around, I, I've got Air Force guys, I've got um Marines, Rangers, we're just sticking each other with IVs. This is one of the first missions I was ever on at Season Six. And and we're we're sticking each other with IVs. And um we I remember calling in an A10. And um, we found this fuckers that shot down the the helo, and we called them an A ten. And, and it, the the way that the A ten sounded was you could see the smoke, you could hear the report, you'd hear it land, and then you'd hear it shoot. Yeah, it was so fast, right? So it's like, and I'm standing there with this marine, and this marine said, "He goes, um, I guess it's true what they say." What doesn't kill you makes you stronger, except an A-10. An A-10 will fucking kill you. <laughs> yeah, it will. <laughs> Dude. So it- we, you know, we, we did that shit, and we, uh, uh, the Rangers ended up grabbing Marcus, and then um, they were back home, and, and I was at my daughter's uh, tea party at her preschool when she was four years old. and She's 15 now, works at Chick-fil-A, and we got called to go rescue um, um, Captain Phillips. Yeah. So I'm, I'm standing at Virginia Beach and my daughter's thing. And we get a, a page and 15 hours and 46 minutes later, we got 103 guys in the Indian Ocean. Uh, yeah, you know, the giant, and then and my buddy Sonny shot them. And, and it's like, I remember looking at him and going, God damn, man, you just did the most important thing in the history of the SEAL teams. And he goes, yeah, I know. Can we go home? And just how cool he was, his gun was sighted in for the most difficult shot he'd ever taken in his life. And his gun didn't need to be sighted in for the most difficult, because SEAL Team 6 had never done in 25 years. Yeah. It was sighted in. He took the shot and we went home. And then, you know, we're chilling out after another goddamn deployment. And uh, they called us in a room and said, hey, the, the reason you're here is we found a thing. And this thing is in a house. This house is in a bowl in the country. And you guys are going to go get it. Like, What's this thing? Well, we can't tell you. Okay, well, um, where are we going? What's the country? Can't tell you. How are we getting there? Can't tell you. How much air support? None. Like, okay. And then, you know, we find out later that, you know, we ran into the, the girl Maya. It was Bin Laden. And it was just it was one of those things where they, they happened to call us in a room. <clears throat> and actually, the, the funniest part of that story was um, being in a room with my boys. Um, and our bosses said, we were awake for about three days again. They sent us home and said, look, we're going to come back on Sunday. We're going to read you in on what's happening. Um, who, well, who's going to be there to read it? They're like, well, the. Vice President, Secretary of Defense, they were like, holy shit. Wow. It's big. And they're going down the list. They said, CTC pad will be there. And we're like, hey, this is huge. And, but then like, I was like, hey, hold on a second. If CTC pad is counter terror, pack Afghan, we thought we were going to Libya for Gaddafi. Yeah. It's CTC pad. Why the fuck is he there? So we went home and then we came back in on Sunday where they put us in four different vans. And I got my buddy um, who's driving the truck and we're driving, we got four guys per van. We're driving down there. And I said, Hey, th- I, I explained exactly this to them. I said, well, this isn't, um, Gaddafi. This, th- they found bin Laden. That's what this is. And my boss is sitting next to me. He goes, that's exactly what I was thinking. So he and I look at each other and, uh, my buddy who's driving, he looks at me in the rearview mirror and goes, man, O'Neal, if we kill Osama bin Laden, I will suck your dick. <laughs> and so, so three weeks to the day, we're, Standing over Bin Laden's body, and I go, "Hey, homie, now's a good time to say it." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a drop trial, bro. 
So, <laughs> hey, Rob, that's an amazing history of what you've done, but I have to disagree with you with one of those. I, I hate to disagree with you, um, but one thing that you've said is not true, and I hate to call you out in front of all these people. But no worries. Just tell me, tell me. It's okay, but I was in Captain Phillips the movie. Okay. So, um, okay. I saw you. I saw you. Did you? If you blinked, it was gone. But I, are, are you okay? Are you okay? I am the one who rescued. Was you the short guy? Yeah, I was. Hey, uh, Ray had was him on an app, but he stayed at a Holiday Inn Express yeah. the night hey, before. So. But let me tell you what. Tom loved me, and he said Jesus, and I said yes. I did this in real life, and here I am now. And he says thank you for what you did. So just so you know, Tom Hanks. Oh, that's, that's that's awesome, and. We, when we when we launched Togetum, it was um, it was it was just so cool that that um, you know giving my daughter a kiss. Well, she well she was. Um, I have this one daughter who was um, always there. She was one when we went after um, Marcus, and she was four after after uh, Captain Phillips. But she was seven um, when we went after Bin Laden, and and um, you know we, that was a mission where we knew we were going to die. Like we're gonna, we're not coming home. This is a, this is a one way mission, man. We're we we're not coming home. And, and I, I actually talked to the point man who did, it was never supposed to be like that. But it's you know you've been in missions, guys, where sometimes it just should go sideways. And that's me and the point man going up the stairs. He pulled me aside before the mission. Rob, Rob did, what are you talking about? Everything went according to exactly to plan yeah, on every mission exactly I was on. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so this, hey, wait, so wait, wait! I want to go back for one second. Hold that thought because. Yeah. I want to go back to that van in that initial moment when you guys were like, holy shit, we're going to get Bin Laden. And then that, that fast forward to that point where you're like, this is a one-way mission. How quickly did that kind of set in? That well, it, was more, it was more of um, it was more of a um, realization. We're like, all right, fuck it. We know, we know what this is now. We're, we're going. We're fucking going. Well, that's what I'm saying. With the, with the, the point man, he, he pulled me aside and said, "Hey, uh, don't take this the wrong way. I'm going. I'm going. Mm -hmm. But I just need to say it out loud. If we know we're gonna die, why are we going? I just need to say it. And so, you know, we kind of smiled at each other and we're standing around um, the the model of Bin Laden's house, too scaled to, down to the goddamn trees, and we decided that we're not going." for fame and we're not going for the reward we're going after osama bin laden for the single mom that dropped her kids off at elementary school on a tuesday morning and 45 minutes later she jumped to her death out of a skyscraper and yeah. her last gesture of human decency was holding her skirt down so no one could see her underwear as she murdered herself she's not supposed to be in the fight we're supposed to be in the fight and that's where we're fucking going amen and that was it that was, and that was it i mean and dude, I I, I got to tell you. So one, I I got a good friend, uh, Tim Brown, who's a New York firefighter. He's one of the few that survived when the towers fell, and uh, and yeah, Tim and all those guys that were there. I mean, regardless of where people stand, you know, you took him out, and I know I fucking celebrated. I got I woke <laughs> my kids up that night and was like, yeah. wake up, wake up. Yeah. The yeah, guy, yeah. the reason I got shot all stem from this dude right here, and Every he is dead. Yeah. This, well, we um, there, there's a thing right now in the, at the, uh, and all of your listeners need to get up to New York City. I was just going to say that they need and, to see that museum. Yeah, because that. But, but, but we have we have a um, there's a um, 
there's an exhibit there for 18 months, which is the, 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 the hunt for bin Laden. And there's 18 months is open and you walk in there and everyone is interviewed from me, nine other guys on the mission, uh, 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 blue team guys, red team guys, and then Hillary Clinton and fucking bin Laden, or, uh, uh, Osama, um, Barack Obama. And you stand at the, at the end of it, you stand around this, uh, Wait, Sweet. wait, wait, Rob, you did an interview and, and Hillary's in the same because, you know, is. you survived this entire war. But if you do something with Hillary, you're probably going to end up dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's, she's going to kill me. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, just yeah. I'm, just, I'm just silly. I'm just saying. Stand, you stand over this uh, <laughs> 10 to 15 foot screen and it shows everything that happened. And you hear the interviews, everything from President Obama to Hillary Clinton to me to Secretary Gates to other guys talking and that walks you through the entire mission to, uh, to the, the girls. There was a couple of girls that found bin Laden and it walks you through the whole thing. You just sit there and it's only there for, it'll be another 10 months. You, it, I, I highly recommend everyone go, go up and see it. Yeah. And it, I, 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 a thousand, I haven't seen that one and I've been up there multiple times and I've well, walked through, true. I've walked through with Tim. I've walked through with other uh, firefighters who who lost family members on that day. Well, yeah, it is so even, even even with even even going through the top, um, the memorial, there are certain parts that have warnings as you walk through. Like you might not be able to handle this, and it, and it's it's firefighters going in the South Tower. You can hear their um, the way they're talking to each other and how they didn't. It's kind of like us going on the mission. It wasn't a handshake. It was a hug. Yeah, and we're gonna go die now. Yep. Tim, Tim's uh, Amazing. Uh, Amazing. Yeah. Tim's best friend was one of those, those guys. Hell yeah, dude. Who knew that they weren't so many yeah. of them knew when they went up those stairs, they weren't coming out. But yeah. that, yeah. that, that section where you see the pictures of people jumping out of the building, it is gut wrenching yeah. and people need to see that people need to see they that. They that that's what contributed to this. The Pledge of Allegiance. I, I want to know where you Everything. were on when nine 11 happened. Where were you? I was overseas at Unit Two. I was with uh, SEAL Team Two. Where were you at? Uh, I was I was at school, and uh, I had just started at ODU. And me and uh, I won't say his name because he's still active, but uh, we were together going through school. And I remember, man, I'll never forget. I was getting a cup of coffee at the uh, at the student center, mm -hmm. and the kid behind the counter was like just laughing nervously as he hands me my coffee. You know, like that uncomfortable, like yeah. Like yeah. super nervous. And he hands me my coffee and I'm going, dude, you okay? And he goes, huh, uh, uh, a plane just crashed into the World Trade Center and the Pentagon's on fire. And yeah. I was like, that's weird. And I that's walked. That's weird. Yeah. I what walked. Are you watching? Yeah. yeah. And I walked over to the student center. The TV was on and my buddy yep. came up next to me and we watched the whole thing unfold and we yeah. looked at each other and we're like, well, I mean, we're going even, to work. Even too, to, just to give a shout out to uh, Steven Siller. Uh, who was a firefighter and Frank Siller started tunnel, it's called Tunnel the to Towers. Yeah, great group. Uh, Stephen Stephen Siller just uh, finished his shift as a uh, NYPD or sorry FDNY driving through the towers. He turned around to go back and they wouldn't let him through, so he he, he stopped his truck and ran Tunnel the to Towers and died in the South Tower. Yep. And they do yeah. that run every year. So if anybody's ever I, wanted I, to, we should do it this year. I, I, I mean. I, well, let's do it. Let's do it this year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Ray, Ray's got short legs. He might be able to, to Well, make and it, he's but... got that pulled calf. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still pissed off because nobody asked where I was when 9-11 happened. We know where the fuck Rob Where Mr. were you? Yeah, I ain't yeah. telling you. I ain't where telling you? you. I was serving I my country. Yeah, where were you? 
I was at Fort Lee going through Alice course, a hair low drop inspector course. Actually, STV actually recalled me back. How, so how did you find out though? I mean, um, what, we uh, were, you know, we were doing uh, inspections for, for, um, you know, ducks and shit like that. Um, throwing stuff out of planes, uh, planes and helicopters, guys. Yeah, for Lee, of course. Well, well, no, just for the people that don't know what I'm talking about. And um, <clears throat> one of the instructors, you know, they, I guess, uh, I don't know, someone higher up is E78. I can't remember what, they had an office and he came out and was like, everybody stop what you're doing. And we we're like, oh shit, you know, we're in trouble. And I remember I was there with uh, two other SEALs, Marco Shibara, and I can't remember the other guy. And... They were like, shit, hits, it's just hit the fan. And we actually thought at first it was a joke. And then we were like, what? And uh, shit, not probably five minutes later, SDV Team 2 texted me and said, hey, we need you back here because you're at a course that you're you know, pretty much never going to use. Yeah, so, uh, but get, we got yeah, to get this done. Yeah, mm-hmm. so because a, a lot of the teams, you know, as well as I do, some are going to the Pentagon, some are going to yeah. up to uh, New York so the, to do damage control. Well, and, and at that point, too, like um, – as much shit as we give SDV, like that's probably going to be the guys that do shit. Like we, you know, yeah. you got to be back. Um, this is, this is like, we had you diving forever, but now we might need you. So let's fucking rock and roll. Producer Ryan, where were you on nine 11? I was going to full sale. We were, I was in the studio all night and then we had class from like nine cause full sale has crazy hours. And we saw, I, they sent us home and I watched the, the second uh, plane crash. It was, what were your thoughts? Uh, it was very sad. I was crying. It was very sad. Crazy. So, I was, it was more like a numb doll feeling. I was like, you know, you don't, you don't fucking come to our house and do oh, this yeah. shit. You know, I was like, mm-hmm. and yeah. obviously the minute that happened, you know, first thing I'm thinking is let's, let's find out who the fuck this is and smoke these fools. I mean, I don't care how unpolitical I sound. I, I my, wanted. My first, my first thought was, holy fuck, they're doing it on purpose. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, what I yeah. thought too. Yeah. Exactly. I knew. I knew Especially when the, when the, the second, second tower yeah. hit, I yeah, was that's like, not dude, a, we're yeah. at war. We're yeah. going to war. I tried to get out of school. And then when it then when it, um, it um, shit got real was with uh, Fifi with Neil Roberts. Yeah, yeah. which we just had that anniversary yep. yesterday. Yep. And yesterday they, they went over and, and it's like motherfuckers are all right. You want to yeah. fucking fight us? All right. Yeah. Game right. on. Fuck you. I'll fight you. So let's fast forward, man. Let's fast forward to uh, in nine years later. Nine years later, you were in that building, yeah. And 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 a lot of people don't understand the way you, you, the flow. I'll just say you never know who's going to end up where within no, a target. Yeah, no, I had no idea. And, and I was just the only reason I was there was because I was a uh, I, I I would and again, I was just too afraid to not go. Like I got to go in the room, and it, it it turned out to be a couple of us going up from the because the the woman the woman that that found bin Laden. Well, take she, me, take me back to that moment. Take me back. When you're on that stairwell and your heart's pounding well, she, in your she, chest. She, she told us that, um, that, uh, I don't know what it looks like inside, but you're going to run into a stairwell and you're going to run into Khalid bin Laden. And here's how cool she was. She goes, and if you ace Khalid, you get a shot at the big guy. Like that's how she said it. How dope is that? Right. Totally cool. <laughs> And so, um, we, so we're, I watched my boys breach. Uh, there was a door going up, they breached the door. And then I was like eight guys back or whatever. And, and normally going upstairs in an urban environment, I'm going to fuck people off. I'm going to pull them back, but I know we're going to die. So now I'm like, well, I got to watch this. Right. So I'm looking up and, uh, um, the point man was in front 
I got seven dudes in front of me. Khalid was there and he jumped behind this banister. And I'm looking up and I'm like, holy shit, this is, um, this is two grown ass men with guns and they're trying to murder each other. I'm not leaving. I got to see how this goes down. <laughs> and uh, the point man realized that that's Khalid. And I shit you not, it was something like this. And I'm sure someone watching will correct my uh, language, but he went, he went, Khalid, Earth I Deck, Khalid Delta Russia. Like, come here, come here in two different languages. And Khalid spoke. And Khalid put his head over the goddamn banister. Oh, there we go. And so he blasted him in the face. I'm like, that's the coolest fucking thing I've ever done. And I was right for about eight seconds because we turned the corner. Here's Khalid. He shot him right in the face. And as we go up to the second floor, there's um, the point man. And everyone else split off. So they're clearing this, this room, th- these rooms. And then I turned into two men. So I got my hand on, on uh, the, the point man. And he's looking up the stairs. And we got one more thing to go. And, 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 and we knew damn well that, you know, she said, if, if you kill Khalid, you get a shot at Bin Laden. And so I know he's up there and I know he's putting a goddamn bomb on something. Yeah. So what was your thought yeah. in that moment? I mean, here you are, you're you know, outside that, that room. You've made thoughts, hundreds and hundreds of combat entries. My thoughts were, I'm tired of thinking about it. Let's get it over with. Yeah. I'm tired of thinking of so I'm squeezing him and I want, I want more guys. And uh, it was so funny because I had my last laugh because we're looking up and there's a curtain there and, and uh, he's, he's saying, Hey man, we got to go. We got to go. We got to fucking go. We got to go. And I'm like, and he goes, hey, man, these bitches is getting truculent. <laughs> I, remember, I remember laughing in his ear, and I was like, I, said, I laughed at him. I go, I don't think that word means what you think. <laughs> and it's one of those yeah, like, that's the funny moment. stuff that happens on Target, man. Like, a team guy moment in the gunfight, yeah. and like, fuck it. So we went up the stairs, and he, he pushed the curtain, and I, you know, I turned. I, how he doesn't have a Medal of Honor is beyond me. But uh, he, jumped on these, he jumped on these two women that he thought were going to blow up. And because he went here, I went here, and there's Bin Laden. Wow. And I shot him in the face three times. Or as I say on my Twitter handle, thrice. Thrice. <laughs> thrice. thrice. So what, I mean, well, I mean, even after, after, I, after I shot Bin Laden, <coughs> Amal Bin Laden was there, and I, I grabbed her, and then his two-year-old son was there. Yeah. And I remember looking at this kid, and as a father, I was like, this poor kid's fucking got nothing to do with this. Uh, that's what yeah. I hated. Yeah. And Seeing just, the kids I, on target. I, I picked him up and held him. And I was like, you know, this kid doesn't need to be any more scared than he, he is. And I sat him down next to his mom on the bed. And, and then other Navy SEALs are coming in doing shit. And I'm kind of standing there. It sinks in. One of my buddies, I can't say his name now, but uh, he goes, hey, man, you good? And I said, no, what do we do now? And he goes, now we find the computers. We do this every single night hundreds of times and I said holy shit you're right I'm back yeah and he yeah. goes yeah you just killed Simon Law and your life just changed let's get to fucking work I'm like that really yeah that's it and then we, we, uh, we went to work wow damn and it was just it was just a, it was just a guy a, a team guy like you guys turning the corner that's all it was yeah yep yep right place right time bro yep. but awesome yeah yeah so but, I, mean, I was able to get there because of the guys in front of me I was able to get there because of um the women that found him. I was able to get there because the pilots that got us in there, you know, it was there. Never, it was never me. It was just, you know, what the fuck, man. Love it. So obviously your life has changed drastically. I, I, I got a personal question. To ask you. you know, it's a deep question. And, and you and I were talking about it at the beginning, you know, uh, 
the publicity for the teams is double edged sword. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, and I know I, I I cannot agree more. And I and I hear it. You know, I hear it on my side. I know Ray's here, heard it. You know, uh, I hear it from different sides. But obviously, there are guys out there that disagree with you talking about they it. Do. So, what what I, are your thoughts on that? Do. And uh, well, you know, I mean, it, it's it's it sucks. Um, um, I would be the same way. Like I, I one of our good friends, and we're gonna, not going to bring him up, jumped into Somalia to rescue Jessica Buchanan. And I remember watching the jump thinking, fuck him, why am I not that guy? But I love him. And we all know who he is. Great fucking dude. And then with another guy that shot the, the pirates that, that, that rescued Phillips, um, I, I love him. And it's just, it's just, it just fucking sucks. And, um, but no, no, the, I mean, the, the first thing I'll say is uh, whichever bullshit Master Chiefs wrote that fucking ethos, they can go fuck themselves because that was never, never anything. It was, it was never, I'm that man. I'm the noble fucking bullshit. Fuck mm-hmm. you. You went to San Clemente Island, drank a bunch of whiskey and wrote some bullshit. Um, it was just, it just, it, it just sucks. Like I never wanted my name out there. I wanted, I was going to retire at 30 years. Yeah. And I killed a lot and all of a sudden I got to get out. It just, it just sucks, man. Well, listen, you're doing other great things now. Yeah. You're out there. You're spreading a message of positivity. Uh, you are running an organization. So it was your Grateful Nation. It has now become the Special Operators Transition Foundation. Yes. Tell, tell us a little bit about that. Well, what, what I learned and what you guys have learned is that uh, it's very, very difficult to get out of the military because you don't realize what you're capable of. Yeah. And, um, I, you know, I got out at 16 and a half years. I didn't have a degree. Didn't know what I was going to do, but it turns out a lot of people want people that can um, solve problems, uh, show up. And, and a lot of these special operators have um, skills that w- w- we realize as Navy SEALs. Um, I can talk to you. I can talk to each other. We can solve problems. I can communicate effectively. I can lead. I can be led. I can do all this stuff. So uh, a lot of Green Berets, a lot of Rangers, a lot of Navy SEALs, where um, I, you know, I get them out there and they – a, a, a company hires them and six months later they're the best people they've ever worked with. So that's what I'm doing now. So the tra- transitioning people is the best we have. We're having a golf tournament April 27th. You guys should come down. Mm. West Palm Beach. Jack? Okay. Oh, I love West Palm. Uh, we got some celebrities coming. Ricky Fowler, Kid Rock, Terry Bradshaw, Dan Marino. Um, you guys are welcome to be in my foursome. And we'll probably won't get out there on the green. We'll just drink a lot of whiskey. You know, Kid Rock never returns my dms um he never returns my calls he doesn't you need me to get get you in touch with him you know you tell that motherfucker it's a that, little it's a little awkward though you keep writing him he was, you he was in my wedding him. he's a good dude you yeah i know he him. is and you know yeah he knows you but does he know that you, <laughs> I, you're inspired by me i mean fuck it's yeah bullshit. But i was telling i was talking to him about you and i was like ray just needs to kill more famous people it's easy yeah <laughs> Yeah, I might have to. <laughs> I don't do that no more. I'm, I'm a I'm a civilian. Yeah, no, now. Dude, we're good. Dude, a, seriously, you, you guys just think about that. I mean, we can we can we can do this April 27th. We should think about. Did it. you say golf? Golf. Well, yeah. I mean, we'll yeah. hang out. We'll drink. Yeah, because we I'm just gonna let you know. <laughs> I can't play golf. I mean, I will. <laughs> Literally, Jason invited me to an event. I did. To do the same. He was like, he, dude. He was golf. so like, nervous. He kept going. So I don't have to play, right? Like. They're putt, not going to get me out there and play. And fucking top golf, I will fucking smoke you. <laughs> but if I have to put the ball in the hole, I don't like to say that. Word. I, got, I got hit up. Um, one of the psychiatrists from Team Six 
um, said, yeah, you, you're, you don't have any hobbies. You need to get a hobby. So take up golf to relieve combat stress. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, dude, that is about the worst sport in the world to try and. Yeah, yeah. it makes I, me angry. I, I finally have gotten <laughs> to the point where I let it go and I just accept yeah. that I suck at it, but oh, I God. enjoy it. I do enjoy it, and I stop getting wrapped well, around. Well, you guys, you guys should it. think about coming down. We can uh, we can get together. I would. They actually yeah. call me Happy Gilmore on steroids when I play because I just fucking pissed <laughs> off at the world. Yeah, I'll take I'll take a look. I am cranking it's right a Saturday. now. I mean, so, it's, a, it's a Monday. Uh, yeah, look at it. April yeah, let me see what I got going. If Where, not, the team's got to get together. We can do an in-person uh, interview. Where do people go to find the yeah. organization? Right org. Okay, so it'll probably it'll it'll be redirecting to Special Operators Transition Foundation, yeah. and it is helping yeah. special operators. And I got to tell you, man, it is a tough world out there. Yeah. When you leave the military and you leave such a structured, disciplined, mission-focused environment, the civilian yeah. world doesn't necessarily work that way. Which is one of the great reasons why those of us that are out there teaching things like yeah. the projects, like LTD, getting up on a stage and speaking yeah. to companies yeah. about leadership and resiliency, I love yeah. doing it, and companies eat it up because they need it they want well, it it's the right thing and and and, uh, and jay i want to let you know too that um i bring you up quite a bit uh i do i i give speeches to different companies and uh that note you wrote when you were in the in the hospital that uh the inspiration for motherfuckers should read that every morning when they wake up i'm very proud of you very, i'm proud to call you a friend and a brother and kick-ass job Dang. and uh, ray i mean you're obviously as easy on the eyes man fuck yeah look at you thank you <laughs> All right. So uh, let's see. We've talked about all that. That last thing, man, what does patriotism mean to you? We were talking about this yesterday. We we had a uh, guest on and we were talking about that. It just seems like patriotism is waning a little bit in this country. There's a lot of division. And uh, and man, you look at how unified this country was when 9-11 happened. And it's, even the night that you, that you guys killed bin Laden and now suddenly we're just divided. What does it mean to you? It's waning because um, people think they get free shit. And the Russians have been saying that since Nikita Khrushchev in the 50s, that if we take over Hollywood, we take over the uh, entertainment, we take over the education. Yeah. We can beat the United States without firing a shot. And these motherfuckers are being raised thinking that someone owes them something. Yeah. Like uh, I get free education. I get, I get free health care. I get blah, blah, fucking blah. It doesn't work that way. And uh, you, you know you need to, you need to earn your keep. You if something's free, someone else is paying for it, and you fucking better step up and 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 be part of the solution. And we're losing it because of political correctness. Like yes. the fucking left. And again, they'll, they'll say, um, you know, well, you don't believe in science. Like I, I don't. Uh, I believe in two genders. That's fucking science. Stop <laughs> being an asshole. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dude, I love your Twitter. Your Twitter is hilarious. Thank you. I, yeah, I'm normally uh-huh. drunk. No, I love it. I love it. All right. Speaking of Twitter, where can where could everybody find you, bro? M-C-H-O-O-Y-A-H. And uh, Hooya is the... Uh, well, the reason, I, I, the reason I did that, here's a funny story, is um, I had a buddy of mine from, from Red Team. He said, hey, there's a new thing called Twitter. I'm still in the Navy. He goes, there's a new thing called Twitter. So just make up a fake name and we can just fuck with people. So I put Mick Hooya, the Irish Hooya, because we say Hooya. Yeah. Hooya. My name leaked that night of killing Bin Laden. I woke up with 15,000 followers. I'm like, God damn it. 
<laughs> I still don't understand. Twitter and me don't get along. I just because yeah, you're not on it a lot. I've noticed that. I, because I got there, though, right? yeah. we, 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 we got you there. Every I, I follower it. I have is because you said go follow me. Other than that, I got nothing. Seriously. I used to I used to get into big Twitter wars. I've stopped doing it just because oh, no, no, it's don't, such don't a waste. Wars. Oh, just I would get sucked into the biggest wars, man. Just put funny shit out, though. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So, yeah. Uh, so, I just focus on motivational shit now. I'm trying to motivate and inspire, push people. So, all right. So that's your handle. That's what you're doing. You're out there. You're making a difference. You're motivating and inspiring. Is there anything else you want to leave? Uh, is anything else you want to tell everybody out there? No, just uh, follow me to you. I get some good shit and, uh, you know, wake up in the morning, put both feet on the ground and you don't see your uh, name in the obituaries. You love life, man. It's, it's fucking. It's a good day. America. Yeah. Love Front court enemy. RobertJoneal.com. I literally, it's my birthday. I posted the picture of me when I was in Vegas and they did this. I've literally had 50 fucking people write me today. Seriously, go count on my thing asking yeah. where I got this shirt. So just what you need. More fucking people going your way. So, I mean, there you go. I'm like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Hey, get, get in the fucking gym. Get some goddamn ink. Yeah. Oh, can I, can I tell you a funny ink story? Yes. yes. Dude, get a little of this. So I got this tattoo here. And uh, in kanji, it says American. But in Chinese, it says rice country. <laughs> <laughs> you know, get a lot of this. It's a racial slur for a white guy. Right? <laughs> so I'm in New York. I'm in New York and I'm getting the shit done. And I get, uh, my doctor, Dr. Chang, he, Dr. I swear to God, Chang. he looks at me and goes, hey, Rob, um, that tattoo you got. What do you think it says? <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> and I said, it says rice country. <laughs> yes. That is so awesome. Yeah, yeah. Hey, oh, let's do this in person one of these days. Sounds yeah, good. Yeah, for sure, man. We'd love to have you back on. We can get deeper hey, in. Man. So, all right, as we do with every show, we're going to wrap it up with our two minutes of motivation. So we take the word of the day, killer, talking about killing it. And uh, each of us gives a quick spiel and, uh, you know, 30, 45 seconds and that wraps up the show. So it's going to be uh, Mister uh, the Birthday Boy himself. Yeah, sounds good. And then uh, we'll we'll kick it off. We'll kick it over to you, and you'll get to close us out. All, All right. right. So here we go. Uh, the word of the day was killer. Killer doesn't have to be just a physical ap- attribute. It could be physical, mental, emotional, social, spiritual. It means kill everything you set your mind to. If you want something, ladies and gentlemen, fucking attack it. I'm all about old school attack, never retract. I want you guys to kill everything in your life. Be the dominator of everything you do because you and you alone are the only thing that's going to make you be a killer or be killed. Jay? I love it, man. Killer is such a powerful word. I mean, just in the essence, I mean, we, this, the, the nature of human beings, unfortunately, there always will be war. There always is going to be evil. It doesn't matter. I don't care how a utopian society you think you're going to create out there, all you idealistic people, uh, which I'm sure we don't have that many listen to this show. But those that do, man, uh, I hate to tell you that there is evil in this world. I have seen it. Ray has seen it. Rob has seen it. And uh, and at some point, there's a group of people that there is nothing except for lead medicine that's gonna that's gonna fix them. They, you cannot persuade them. You cannot hug them. You cannot rationalize with them. That being said, when you move past that, now we get into the killer mindset of driving forward in everything that you do. You should wake up every morning. You should be like, how am I going to 
kill it with my family, to take care of my family and push myself the best? How am I going to kill it with my fitness? How am I going to kill it with my business? How am I going to kill it so that by the time I get to the end of the day, I look myself in the mirror and say, dude, nice job. I'm ready for tomorrow. And I send it off to the killer of the most wanted man in the world. I want to send it. Uh, Bring it home. I Kelly. had an instructor named Eshelman when I was in Bud's class 208, right before we started uh, Hell Week. He gave me some great advice for getting through Hell Week, but it turned out to be great advice for getting through life. Hmm. He said, You're about to go to war for the first time, and the enemy is all your doubts, all your fears. And everyone you know back home that told you you weren't good enough to do this, keep your head down, keep moving forward, no matter what, never quit, and you'll be fine. Love yes, it. I love yeah. it, man. Rob, thanks, brother. It's an honor to have yeah. you on. We had a lot of fun. Great. I'll be in studio next time. I'm coming to Virginia Beach to see you motherfuckers. Yeah, we'll do shots. We'll do shots. Uh-huh. All right, this has been another episode of the Overcome and Conquer Show. An amazing episode. We're mm. killing it. I am Jason Overcome Redman. And I'm Ray Cashcare. And we are out. Boom. Thanks for listening to the Overcome and Conquer Show. Tune in next time. And please remember to subscribe on iTunes. Please visit overcomeandconquer.com. The Overcome and Conquer Show is presented by The Project. The Project is a full immersion, 75-hour experience designed for men who know in their core they are not living up to their fullest potential. Rather than waking up every morning ready to dominate life, the mediocre man rolls out of bed and slides into the same unfulfilling routine they've unhappily been in for way too long. The project is for men that have lost their eternal flame and motivation to conquer. It is for men living an unfulfilling life that lacks the excitement and purpose. If this resonates with you and you want to learn more, we encourage you to apply today at www.mdkproject.com forward slash OC show. Boom.